morning, good morning, good morning on this awesome Sunday morning, day 80 of the lockdown. Welcome to all our Lofdal family and all the leaders and pastors and wherever you are tuned in this morning, from our home to your home. Wow, in this awesome South Africa, Western Cape weather. This elderly gentleman came from a farm. He never went into the big city. And he took his son with, and he was about now at the young age of 80. And they came in front of an elevator here in Darling Street in Cape Town. And he was observing this device opening, and somebody gets in, and the next moment, an elderly lady with a jacket and she was wearied, went into this elevator. And the next moment, the doors close and she's gone. And the next moment, the doors open and a young woman walked out and he turned to his son. He said, rush back to the farm and get mama. I need to put her through this device. Meaning change happened quickly. Now, change doesn't happen overnight. Change is a process. We love the promises of God. Cape Town revival, the fire, South Africa will ignite the whole of Africa, Europe and the world. But we hate the process. And this is the thing that I've learned and I want to speak to you this morning and give you some truth and I've got a prophetic word that will turn you around. God is not waiting. Oh, you are waiting on God. He's waiting on us. Oh, my word. And to sink that in, God is waiting on me. Because God's got the perfect time. And sometimes we miss the time. Jesus came and <laughs> he made the statement. He said, they didn't even recognize the time of the visitation of the Lord. That's why we are in 80 days and it can be a torment. And But the phenomenal thing out of that, I've seen heartcrackers turn to God, make contact. People confess and say, we're sorry it happened in 1980 and all these stories and God is really busy. But you know with whom is he busy? Not only with the born-again, spiritual, tongue-talking, holy-rolling, devil-casting, dead-raising people. He's busy out there with the people who tasted once and see that the Lord was good for a turning around that things can happen. A new generation, a new breed is rising up now. I don't want to get too technical but I want to take you through the word because the foundation that we can build on is only the word. Every prophetic word is God breathed. It's by God ordained if it's a true word from God. And now Timothy comes and he pens down what Paul tells him because I want to help you this morning. You can either delay the process or expedite it and move into God's time frame. Now, God has patience, one day like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. And sometimes we stretch <laughs> that grace because for God love you so much. He doesn't want you to miss it. Say, God doesn't want me to miss what he has designed for my life. That's why I'm doing the keys of faith. And uh, a lot of people think, like the older gentleman that never went to town that I was just explaining about the, the elevator, uh, how this elderly lady went in and another one came out and he thought that was the same person. Now change is a daily kind of lifestyle. It's amazing we people of habit. You first get angry with one person, later on it's four, then it's 20, and then it's 30. This a uh, farmer had two uh, twin grandsons, but they were rascals. And he always took a nap on a Sunday afternoon after the lunch in the kitchen. And they got Limburger cheese, and that stinks. 
And while Grandpa was sleeping, they took the cheese and rub it under his nose and uh, in his moustache. And later on, he started, and he opened his eyes. He said, something stink in this kitchen. And he walked through the house. He said, something stinks in this house. And he walked outside on the stoop and he said, something stinks on the stoop. And he walked outside in the felt and he said, the whole world stinks. That's how we sometimes operate while the stinking was under his nose. It wasn't the world, it wasn't the kitchen, it wasn't the house, it wasn't the stoop. And that's what the enemy's trick are. Oh my word, I was thinking this morning while I prepared because we are talking in June month. Preparation, somebody say preparation. Obedience and focus. Now if you can focus on what God tells you, you disarm every other thing that tries to derail you. If you can focus on the word, and I'm going to tell, take you through the story of an awesome man. He was the only righteous man or the most righteous man in the Old Testament, the book before Psalms. But let me lay a strong foundation because remember, the just shall live by faith. Faith as God said it. I believe it. I respond to it. Now, faith is not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's a decision I make. I'm going to live by faith. Otherwise, you'll have a roller coaster life all your time. Now, listen what Paul tells Timothy, and Timothy puts it down in writing in 2 Timothy. And I think Gabriel used the same scripture on Friday night. And it says in verse 16, every scripture, somebody say every scripture. If you think the Bible is a fantasy or a whatever, you're in for a great surprise. Every scripture is God-breathed, given by his inspiration, and it's profitable for instruction, for reproof, and conviction of sin for correction of error and discipline in obedience and for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thought, purpose, and action. In thought, in purpose, and in action. That's what the Bible is about. In other words, to help us how to cooperate with God. God does nothing on the face of the earth just by himself. He needs somebody to cooperate with. Same with demon spirits. A demon spirit can do nothing. It strips, says the book of Jude, and bound with chains of darkness. So it needs a body. Remember when Jesus came to Gadarene and then that legion of demons in that crazy man said, <laughs> cast us in the swine because they need a body to manifest through. That's why you need to know, to know, to know. The enemy works with the speed of a thought. He wants to infiltrate your thinking life, to think negative, feel negative, speak negative. Let this 80 days be a gym where you develop your spiritual muscles, where you come out of you and that whether there's a remnant and you're going to see it, what God is doing, a generation that God is preparing. Now, God didn't create the virus, <laughs> but every time when there's chaos and when there was chaos in Israel, out of the chaos, God brings the most phenomenal thing. Hallelujah. So that pure gold comes through the refinery fire. And I'm here to tell you and announce you, 80 days is a long time, but it's a phenomenal time. Because suddenly, we're out of the humdrum of the world. And you have more time to think, more time to pray, more time to read the word, because everything stands and ends with the word. He says, so the whole scripture, every scripture is God breathed 
given by his inspiration for reproof, for conviction, and of error and discipline in obedience, and for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will. God's will. How do I know God's will? By getting the old thought patterns out. Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. Don't be conformed to the world. Be changed. So that you may know the good, the acceptable and perfect will of God. The good, the acceptable and perfect will of God is God has made up his mind. He only got a plan A. We work the plan B and C and D and Z out. And while God said, I just, the only blessing is on my plan A. The fullness you will test and see that the Lord is good. Now, this is an awesome scripture because it means, he said that if we can take this in context, God designed his word to do four things. And this verse today highlights the four things, what the word of God or what you need in your life. Remember, I said that God never called you in survival. Oh, my word. Or just to be average. Or just to be successful. He called you to an impact. To be significant. Significant means you have went through all those stages, but you grew into that giant. You are cooperating. That's why we're not working for God. Ask people, what do you want to do? I want to work for God. No, you're not a slave. You work with God. You're a co-laborer with God. It's to co-up with God. Now listen, the four things quickly. Doctrine shows us the path to walk in. The second thing Paul says here, to reprove shows us where we got off the path and we've made the mistakes and we took detours and I thought it was what God's saying. That's where there's so much uh, uh, stuff going on. Oh, my word. The prophet Jeremiah comes with a word and he says, if you have run with footmen and they have wearied thee. Now, that's what happened all these years. It was the footmen that keeps you so busy in the church world with all the negativity. And then people got off because people had revelations. And I am the main peanut. And this is now my new title. No, 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 no. God wants you to run with the horses. Because Jeremiah said, he said, if you have run with footmen, Jeremiah 12, 5, and they have wearied thee. How can you contend with horses? How can you compete or run against horses? So in the eyesight, say, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when the prophet, <laughs> when he said the rain came in the book of Kings, he picked up his garment and started running out. He outran the horses of the king. <laughs> God wants you to run with horses. The enemy wants to steal the word that people will wear you out. They will tire you. It's more be tiresome with everybody that's in a negative state. Negativity will rob you from every good thing God has in mind. And you will get in self-doubt. And then you will not you move out of activity into passivity. While faith is now, it's an action. It's near you, it's the word. That's why the enemy is after the word. The thief comes immediately to steal the word. And then he comes with uh, all kinds of things, with the pressure of the world where we are in now. It's just after one thing, the parable of the sower, the word. Because it's the word that's going to energize you to start running with the horses and not run with men that can tire you. We have time against us. Paul says, Ephesians chapter 5, redeem the time. Say, redeem the time. Quickly put 10 years to your life. I'll be 74. Jesus. Put 20 years to your life. 84. That's scary. I don't care to be old. I just don't want to be ugly. <laughs> but listen, time is the thing. Doctrine shows us the path to walk on. Reproof shows us where we got off the path. Correction shows us how to get back on the path. Oh, my word. With every... God, tell me your will. Tell me your will. With everything 
You want to do God's will. With direction comes correction. God, I need a financial breakthrough. Then the Lord said, are you a giver or are you stingy? Is, is um, are, are money still the things you hold on? Like the psalmist said, some will, will, will boast in horses and some in other stuff, but we only have the name of the Lord. Are you boasting this morning in things? You hold on to your car, your house, your land, your money, that ma- money. You don't have enough money to finance what God has in your mind what God has planned for you, you need to let go so that you can grow. <laughs> let go. That's the name of the thing. I said it last week. God's secret key. When I'm faithful in the little, I get a million. What is a hundred thousand? A little. If I'm faithful in the little, God can trust me with much more than that million. A lot of people fail the test when they have and they don't are faithful in the little. That's why correction shows us how to get back on track, back on the path. And instruction, what Paul says in righteousness, show us how to stay on the path. That's why Paul comes here and he says, so that we can know my word, righteousness. He said, discipline in obedience and for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thought, purpose, and action. So that the man or the woman of God may be complete, may be full, operate in the fullness and proficient, (laughs) well-fitted, listen, and thoroughly equipped to every good work. Now the phenomenal thing about God And this life's journey is all about the heart. Where does it start? In the heart. God is dealing and working in and through us. Because remember when the man came and he was a lawyer. And he asked Jesus, tell me about the greatest commandment. And then Jesus said, know that the Lord your God is one God. And you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart. If you you are married or going to get married or married for, and you don't have the person's whole heart, I guarantee you, somewhere along that journey, there's going to be a haphazard time. God said, love me with your whole heart. Love me in the good times, in the bad times. Now, remember, God, I heard people say, God is testing people right now. Now, God didn't create the atmosphere for test, but when the testing came, it's not God said, let me put pressure on. God gave you the word. He tells us the outcome. You have overcome (laughs) by the word of your testimony. But he first said, the blood of the Lamb. Now, here is a phenomenal thing, because to cooperate with God means preparation. Most of us wants to do it our way. Now, let me help you. This is a detoxing time. Pastor Emmy does health stuff, and they will tell you about how to detox. Uh, There's not a diet in life that I didn't go on. It's a diet fundi and detox. Sometimes you detox so much you cannot cough or sneeze. You have major accidents because of the things you do. But to detox from the old thoughts, renewing of the mind is not patching new thoughts in. (laughs) I raise children. One thing I can do, I can change a wet diaper. That's a nappy. A dirty one. Oh, Jesus. And I remember when my children was little, What I did is I took, now that time we didn't have these fancy nappies. Talking about the 70s, when the old nappy was full of whatever, I just put baby powder on the old nappy, took a new nappy and put it over. Later on, that stink (laughs) things comes out through the new diaper and the baby powder. Why? Same with renewing the mind. 
You cannot just add on, add on. You need to let go. Get the old thoughts out so that you can know the perfect will of God. God's will takes me to get into that process to be that pure gold and to refining fire. We like an iron. Oh my word, you can bend, but the heat bends you back straight up. And that's what I've learned. I was thinking in one time, I want to share our testimony. And you'll be so amazed what God did through us and for us by every time turning back to the original word. Now I want to take you and I'm laying a foundation again to carry on. Thank for those that sent the messages about last Sunday night's word. But to help you to understand what is the greatest enemy? Oh, my word, I can see it. This week they circulated more negative news about people is going to be murdered and farms is going to be invaded. I understand what, but the fear they create of the 16th of June, hear the word of the Lord. It's going to be a great day. Hear the word. All those people that says the Lord said, I'm telling you, how will you know who's a true prophet when the word comes to pass? It's going to be a phenomenal day. It's going to be a great day. You can have <laughs> designed your 16th of June. And you're not going to be swallowed by the world. Now let me quickly press the rewind button. And I'm rushing you back to an Old Testament figure. His name is Job. <laughs> now the Bible in chapter number one, oh my word, so many things happened with this man. Now you will also read in chapter one of Job, Job was the most God-fearing man on the face of the earth. And then the enemy comes and he even tells God when he appears before God, he said, you have built a hedge around Job. But, now he didn't explain in one and two what was that but. But in chapter number three, the but comes out. Now in chapter one, Job is in his house. He's, most, he's the most blessed, wealthiest man of that time. And suddenly a servant came there with some bad news. And he said to Job, that's Job one and two, the servant came and he said, your 500 oxen and your 500 donkeys were raided by the Sabrians. He said, they took it. They murdered all the servants. I was the only one survived. I came to tell you. That servant was still busy giving him the bad news when there's another knock on the door. And the servant came and he said, sir, he said, I have some more bad news for you. Because he said, your 7,000 sheep, fire came from nowhere and consumed the 7,000 sheep that you had and killed all the servants. I was the only survivor. Oh, my word. Now, here he's lost his 500 oxen, 500 donkeys, all his wealth, his 7,000 sheep. He was still... <laughs> Telling him this when the next servant knocked on the door. And he said, sir, he said, your 3,000 camels were raided. He said, they took it all away. He said, there's nothing left over. Now, he was still telling Job that. <laughs> the bad news, when the most devastated news came. And said, because the children were every day eating somewhere, and the Bible says Job brings sacrifices, he said, a storm came up where your ten children were having a meal. He said, and the roof collapsed, and everybody in the house died, and I was the only survivor. Oh, my Lord Jesus, that all happened in Job chapter 1. Now you will hear the whole time Job is speaking until in chapter uh, 3. Uh, 
when Job went into the mode. Now in chapter 2, Job had boils from the top of his head till the soles of his feet. And then his crazy wife came and she said, Curse God and die. But Job stayed faithful in his 80 lock-up days. <laughs> he stayed up faithful in the lockdown. He stayed with the promise of God. He stayed with the word of God. But Job made one mistake, and that's the exactly thing Satan operates now to get God's people to rob them, not to cooperate with God. Faith is believing what God says. Listen what the Bible tells us in Job chapter number 3. This is a scripture in verse number 25. He said, For the things which I greatly feared is come upon me. What a Job fear. Because now from chapter 2 onwards, you will discover the whole time all the people that was his friends came against him. Said, what did you sin? That's why God is punishing you. And they keep on finding fault. No, Job didn't sin. He just opened a little tiny opening in his hedge of fear. Now Paul comes and he tells us, God did not give us the spirit of fear. A spirit becomes a thought. The enemy works with the speed of a thought. How many of you are fearing tomorrow? Remember that old song we sang. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. All fear is gone. Because I know, yes, I know, he holds the future, and life is worth the living just because he lives. Come on, Ivan, hallelujah, come on, somebody say, because he lives, I can face tomorrow, to hell with the devil. I'm here to tell you it's a time of change. He said what I feared. He said, so what did he fear? He feared he's going to lose. Fear death is going to hit. He feared, I remember when my children were born, that time the cod death thing was in. I will jump up in the middle of the night with fear, sweat all over and run to the cot and see if they are alive. Fear was tormenting until one morning I got up and I said, I had enough of you, devil. These children are destined for the greatness of God. And every night after that night, I slept wonderful. Now this is the thing. For the thing which I greatly feared, fear is to believe the lies of the devil about you. He keeps on telling you, you're not going to make it. You're not that. You're not that. Time is again. No, stop that. Resist the devil. Don't assist him. Resist his lies. How do I resist? When he comes with a lie, he's the father of lie. Use the truth of the word. I am what the word says. We don't preach these things because I like preaching. On, I don't even like it. Or I, I, I want to give you... Every day a key to fail. I'm, no, no, no. I need to live up to that things. I go through some stuff too. But I had to correct my mind and say, what's that, you devil? I won't say what other words I sometimes use against him. And then he had to flee because you have the power. For the things which I greatly feared is come upon me. And that which I was afraid of come unto me. Wow. <laughs> One of the other translations says, hath overtaken me. What he feared overtook him. For what I feared, says the other translation, has come upon me. 
and what I dreaded has struck me. The Knox translation. Must I have nothing left to daunt me? Must each calamity be felt as soon as feared? Now, this is the thing. In chapter 3, Job revealed the cause of this thing. What does the world order tries to do from people full of fear? What does fear do? Fear takes you out not by walking in the spirit because the change that needs to happen, the revival that everybody prophesied is to be led by the spirit. The only thing about this revival is the manifest sons of God. It's not going to be just shaking, just be glued to the floor. I've seen that in golden manna and oil and all the, it's going to be an outflow when we walk in the spirit then you will never give in to the desires of the flesh. It doesn't mean sin, sin, sin. It means that flesh is connected to the natural world where fear, you need to turn the voice volume of fear down and turn the volume of God's voice up. Fear not, Jesus told Peter. It is I. It's in the storm that the greatest miracle happened. You're going to start walking on water. For years, we said we want to build a 10,000-seater. And the other day, Lancel said, oh, we're going to build on the property. And I said, oh, man, that property is too small. And that thing is so alive in me. We're going to build a 10,000-seater that will impact the world. It will not be big enough. Listen. Now, immediately when I said that, in the economy time, oh, yeah. We have seed in the ground. God bless Isaac in the time of famine. <laughs> Do you think the Greenpoint Stadium was built for the soccer and the... No, it was built for you to preach the gospel. Get the good news out. Now listen. All these things happened. And now Job is in the struggle because... He holds on to what God gave him. He knew how he got there. He walked righteous and he brought sacrifices. But all the time there's negative people around him that keeps on telling him, you made a mistake, you sinned, that's why. Because if the enemy can affect your heart. Remember what David prayed in, was it Psalm 50 or what? Psalm 50. Oh, Lord, give me, restore the joy of my salvation. His heart was told before God. But he lost the joy of salvation. He was consumed with his mistake. Come on, people. And this time frame that we are in is a time of reckless, fearless, total obedience. To what the scripture says. And what the scripture says. Is what God is telling you. The just shall live. By faith. Now faith. Is the substance. The title deed. You have the guarantee. Of the things hoped for. The things you desire. Because that's how you're going to cooperate. Every promise of God. Can only manifest. When you operate by faith. And faith operates by love. That's why we said last week, it's not how good I can preach. And I can preach. I can spit even when I preach. It's not how good I can administer the, the gifts I've seen, the dead raised, the crippled walk, the blind. No, no. That doesn't qualify me. It qualifies me not to who I know. It qualifies me. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. When you have love one for another. Because Satan knows God's word comes through your mouth. Is such a powerful weapon against him. He must obey the word. He must respond to the word. It is written, Jesus told him. Now listen to this. And I'm coming in for a closing. Every, in one day, Job had all these negative things. Now, you never went through like what Job went through. Lost 
every child. Now all the time, Job said something and his crazy wife said something and friend said something and suddenly, wow, God is on the scene and then God said, did you now complain enough? Did you talk now enough? Will you now just keep your mouth closed that I can tell you what's going to happen? Because the voices, the voices, I've dealt with people that say, I hear these voices in my mind all the time. And, and then, the, you know, the medical profession has a new thing. Somebody boasted the other day to me and said, you must remember I have a very rare kind of disease. And I thought, oh, Jesus, what is that? I'm bipolar. I looked at the message, and every time this person in one conversation told me six times, and I want to say, stop that nonsense. You believe you've got that. You don't even know what's bipolar. She said, I've got all these voices, and I battle. I never hear the voice of God. I said, because you spent your time too much with the devil. That's why you hear all these negative voices. Come on, people. Now, here... When God is on the scene, and this is the this is the prophetic word this morning, that I come to South Africa to Loftal to everybody. Now you can embrace this word, or you can let go of the word. That's the last chapter in the book of Job. Oh my word! Hear the word of the Lord. Change. It's your turnaround time. What's the date today? Sunday the 14th. <laughs> Say, this is my turnaround. I've had many voices, but now I will only hear the voice of God. I'm healing now. Job had this experience. Now, all of us, it rains on the just and the unjust. Most people think when they start serving God, everything is, no, 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 no. <laughs> the only difference when you didn't serve God and it rained on you, and when it rained on you and you serve God, when it rained on you and you didn't serve God, you didn't know the how to get out. Now that we serve God, we have the how. <laughs> because you must make it clear in your mind, God is not against you. God is for you. If God is for you, what can be against you? God is on your side. Change is coming. Repre preparing reposition. You, my God. I nearly jump through the camera lens right now and jump in your house to take a few people and shake you like the old Pentecostal days and say, wake up! God's got a word. Get out of that thing. You say, oh, Gustav, it's easy for you. <laughs> oh, my word. You know, sometimes people have only to take care of their house and maybe their business. I have to take care of a full-time staff. All these churches, all these services, all these ministries, all this expenditure by the grace of God. And I have a word. <laughs> I text somebody last night. I said it was the grace of God that carry us. Big companies. Fire people. Cut their salaries in half or in third. Somebody sent me a text. My salary I only get a third now. Somebody that's the school principal of a school. And I was thinking, my God, you love those people going, they get full salary. And how we do it? I don't know. We didn't have church services for more than 80 days. No offerings, no tithes, no nothing. But God, but God, God, but God, because the word now listen here, what, when God starts speaking, just silence that voice, come back in positioning, prepare yourself, don't go outside the plan of God, be planted in the house, don't, 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 uh, uh, just come into the scripture of Timothy, the whole scripture is God breathed, and it's there to give us direction, a correction, and keep us on the journey of God. Isaiah, Job chapter 42, verse 6. Therefore I oath my words and upon myself 
and repent in dust and ashes. That's now Job. Say, I repent. Sometimes people think you need to repent of, I've murdered somebody and I've stole that and I... No, no, repent of unbelief. Repent of unworthiness. Repent of the wrong mistakes and, and don't live in that. Like I said, there's promises over your life. Lofdal International, you carry the promise. I was on my knees last night. Say, God, give me the strategy. You put this in our hands. I'm, I, I'm not getting younger in years up. Help us how to transform South Africa and the world by the power of God. Forgive us from self-centeredness. And this is the thing the Lord is dealing with to get you delivered from you. Put your cares upon him. Put your worry. Because worry will let you have an eclipse. Remember, when the cares of the world, the word we preach, move between you and the S-O-N, the son of righteousness. You'll have dark moments. Get out of that spiritual eclipse that the sun of righteousness can shine through you to a lost and dying world because by this shall all men know that you're my disciples, by your love. He said, therefore, I repent. And then after the Lord had spoken the previous words to Job, the Lord said now to these friends, my wrath is kindled against them. Listen what the word is. In verse 5, I had heard of you only by the hearing of the ear, but now my spiritual eye sees you. <laughs> oh, my word. And the Lord, chapter 42, 10. Because now God spoke. God spoke against everybody. All your enemies, God's going to put them ashamed. Come on. Your needs will be met. You will receive unexpected. Old prophet last night sent me. I mean, he's not on my phone. He said, send me your bank particulars. And I sent him back. I said, are you sure? I said, I need to give you money. He said, son, listen. Send me your information. Now, I, I, I was thinking God's got avenues and ways how to do things. We in preparation for something, the greater plan of God. Say the greater plan. This thing will take you out of the small plan that you, the greater plan. Cooperate with God. Everything God does is big and great and humongous for your life. Listen. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job and restored his fortunes when he prayed for his friends. What did Job do? He started praying for every enemy. You cannot be angry. You cannot hold any grudges. You cannot keep just a tiny little thing in your heart against anybody. You cannot be angry against God. You cannot be angry against the president and whatever. Let go. Because, and start praying, he said, when he prayed for his friends, also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Oh, my word. I want to jump up here now and down. Somebody, just don't say it lightly. Say, oh, my turning, I'm coming out of captivity. I'm coming out, I'm coming out. Everything Satan has stolen from me. Now, before the lockdown, during the lockdown, and until today, will be restored back to me. Thus saith the Lord. Because Job repent. What was his mistake? What I feared. This morning say, take your hands off me, devil. I will not accommodate fear. You need to evict him. He's not just going to move out and say, devil, will you now please pack your bags? And no, he's got hearing aids. His battery went flat. He's not on Duracell. 
He was an ever-ready battery, ever-ready on the outside, never-ready on the inside. Tell the devil to footsack, to... Oh, my word, I nearly said the word now here. Came out of my mouth. Say, for 50 cents sake, just go. <laughs> In Jesus' name, tell the devil to go. Because my turnaround, create that atmosphere, speak it. Because near you is the word. That's why now you will discover why the devil is after God's word. He's after the word, the parable of the sower. He throws all these things. He, he, he doesn't care about you, your, 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 your possessions and what you have. And your, he's after you that you will discover what you are in Christ, what you possess, the ability you carry. You have the fullness inside of you. That's why Paul says, so that the man of God may be complete and proficient, well-fitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. You are a co-laborer with God. Paul says, we are co-laborers. You are an ambassador. You're here to present heaven on the face of the earth. Let the sun of righteousness shine out of you that the harvest can come forth. Because... God wants you to run with the horses. And Satan brings Job's friends around you that will tire you. That you will not be able to start running with the horses. I was thinking, when we get back to the building, how are we going to be changed? Oh my Lord, I said, God, help me, let me be changed. Change, we always want everybody, husband say, take his wife to the counselor, change her. And then she said, he must change. Well, God said, we must change. When I change, everything around me change. Remember the Limburger cheese. Sometimes the stinking is just under our nose. And change must happen. Change from one glory to another glory. Faith must happen. From faith to faith. Paul addressed the church in Thessalonians and he says, the word of God has only one place where it works, inside of you. You're a giant. You're a champion. You're overcomer. You are a spirit-speaking being. God wants you to speak things into existence. But the enemy wants to mess your mind up with the speed of a thought. Somebody made a remark. You look at the natural. You look at that debit orders and you see, or you look at the cupboards and see food and at the petrol tank and you look at your wallet. And I can tell you horrific stories how many people died suddenly. Listen, you are a world changer. The word has been given for reproof to bring us back into alignment and I'm closing it shows us God designed his word to do that four things that's why the word of God was never given to increase my knowledge it was given so that we can have change lives change lives where does it start in a change heart what the heart is full will come out of your mouth. And let's do it. It happens little by little. Declare the word. When you change, you need to change to an anchor. Come on, somebody. Anchor yourself in something that doesn't change. And that's the word of God. <laughs> Presidents come and go. Governments come and go. The world come and go. But Jesus said, my word will remain forever. Bolt your life and anchor your life in the word. You are victorious. You are an overcomer. You are a champion. You are an atmosphere changer. You are a world changer. You are a pioneer. You, you, you just, most people are just one of three things. They're either a museum keeper. They live in the past. What happened 20 years ago, 80 days ago, 10 days ago. And they just dust off all the dust collectors of memories. Then you've got settlers. They settle, say, oh, this is all what's going to happen. When the revival happened, a lot of people say, why is the revival different from the others? And why does the people doesn't wear hats now? And why doesn't the woman put off makeup? And my gosh, 
that settlers. But the third group, the one that's going to run with the horses, the one that God said now he changed the situation of Job. Now he said twice as more. God doesn't operate in the New Testament in a double twice as more. He operates in the fullness. Listen, it's going to be to run with the horses because men will weary you out. Now hear what you have inside of you. And then we're going to pray. Say, I have the fullness. Say, the fullness is inside of me. I have the fullness. The fullness of God is inside of me. In the book of Colossians, in Ephesians 1, Paul says, you are, you must understand and you know what is the immeasurable, the unlimited, surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe. So my belief activates the miraculous. And then he comes and he, he said in the church of Colossians and he tells them, he said, you have the fullness inside of you. Say the fullness. I have the fullness. The fullness is in you. Oh, my word. And because you have the fullness inside of you, he said, now and now you are in him. Colossians 2.10 <laughs> made full and having come to fullness. So everything Satan has stolen, all the camels, all the donkeys, all the sheep, even his children, everything was restored twice as much. That's in the Old Testament without the blood. Here you have the blood, you have the name of Jesus, you are filled with the Spirit, you can pray in tongues. Oh my word, you have the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. You have the fullness. Sons of God will not be a name tag. It will be a manifestation, a demonstration. And people will see you are led by the Holy Spirit. Come to fullness of life. In Christ you too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature, and he is the head of all rule and authority of every angelic principality and power. In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision, not made with hands, but in a spiritual circumcision, performed by Christ by stripping off the body of the flesh, the whole corrupt, carnal nature with its passions and lusts, with its hurts, with its desires. What do you have? Say, I have the fullness deposit inside of me. That's why I'm going to protect my mind. I have the mind of Christ. I think as God thinks. I have a renewed mind. The mind that can operate in the supernatural dimension. Faith gives me access into the supernatural. Sure. Oh my word, this thing will preach behind the pulpit. <laughs> Can you see how I dance there now by the grace of God? Hallelujah! Glory! That's what you have. Don't let the enemy rob you. I speak the word of God. Say, I'm changing from one glory to another glory. I'm not going to let this heavy weight. <laughs> it's like a weight of the world, getting you off track, off focus, your confidence, your, your, your faith life. The enemy wants to bring negativity and rob you. Now, in that same lesson that Paul gives us, in verse 15, God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and public example of them in triumphing over them in him and in it the cross. Therefore, let no one set judgment on you in matters of food and drink or with regards to a feast day or a new moon or a Sabbath or whatever. That means you are called for freedom. God disarmed the principalities. So if the enemy, God is your father, wants to bring an accusation against you, Jesus is your advocate. 
What chance do the devil have? You have the victory. Say, I have the victory. Say, I have the victory. That's why if the enemy can pollute your mind and you're not changing, oh my word, then he knows if he can put your mind in chains, you will become what your mind think you are, as a man thinketh. And then your life will be steered in the direction. That's why the word of God is my only proof. It came that I might have life and have it in abundance. He, he, he took all my sickness upon him, all my diseases. He became poor so that through his poverty I may become rich. The instruction I have is to be total obedience. Because disobedience is connected to idol worship and rebellion and stubbornness to witchcraft. And the enemy wants the church to operate not in unity with him, with God, but let them operate, even they have the name tag Christian, through disobedience, operate in witchcraft. You this morning are set free. You have the truth. You're not going to fear. Say, I did not receive the spirit of fear. I will fear no evil. The Lord is still my shepherd. God put the devil on display. He overcame him by the cross. And I am crucified with Jesus, resurrected with him. I am ascended with him. I am, I am, I am seated. <laughs> Say, I am seated in heavenly places. So where do you rule from? From a place of seating. Peace of God. Peace of God. Now this morning, say my turn around is here. Hear the word of the Lord, I prophesy. Hear the word of the Lord. For those of you that's going to take the word, embrace the word, operate by the word, and not be moved by what the enemy throw at you, you will be greater coming out of this, more prosperous, more blessed, more anointed, more whatever than before because the revelation of the fullness goes hand in hand with Romans chapter 8. Creation is waiting for the manifest sons of God. It must happen now. Now. Who are they? Those who are led by the Holy Spirit. Not holy flesh, not emotions, not money, not opportunity, not jobs. Led by God's Spirit. And whenever God's Spirit leads you, you will have the fruit of the Spirit. Stay meek, stay humble. Let's pray. If you don't know Jesus Christ, if you maybe had fear, repent of it. If the enemy sidetracked you, somebody sent me a thing and say, my trust in God is getting, I'm shocked, I cannot carry on, I want to give up hope. Don't give up hope. He's the only hope. If you let go of that, you're going to have no anchor that's going to carry you through. We want to see millions of souls. We want to see all these millions of miracles. Don't allow the enemy to bring a crack in your foundation by upsetting your faith and let you believe the lie of Satan. Hold on, hold on. And if you need Jesus Christ, the word says, confess with your mouth, believe with your heart. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Father, I come to you, pray with me this morning. I confess that I'm come short of the glory of God. I need the peace of God. I need overcoming power. And it's only through you. It's not through things. Jesus, you gave your life. You paid the high price. This morning I repent from my sin. I repent of fear. I repent of negativity. I repent that I never made Jesus Christ Lord of my Savior, Lord and Savior of my life. Maybe, uh, I, Lord, one time I served you and I slide back this morning. I'm sliding back to you. <laughs> In Jesus' name, Lord Jesus, thank you that you hear my prayer, that you will put my name in the book of life. And from this day on, I'm going to serve you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you. God, it is your will 
that the world will be safe. It's your will that I will walk in complete health. By your stripes, I has been made whole. I'm healed in Jesus' name. It's your will that every need will be met. I'm out of debt. My Lord Jesus, there's a grace upon my life. Lord, that we can complete this race. We're going to run with the horses. Thank you that you supply every need of me according to your riches because I'm a giver. I'm a sower. I'm a lover of God. And because I love you, it's easy to give. Thank you this morning that I can put you above everything. In Jesus' name I pray. And thank you for your word. In Jesus' name. From our home to your home, thank you. Declare it this morning. I have the word of God. God is my source. God is my direction. I stand. I am not a museum keeper. I am not a settler. I am a pioneer of God's promises. God bless you. Until tonight, six o'clock, please send us the messages, the numbers that appear. There's some bank details if you want to be a sower. Oh, my word, people receive great miracles, supernatural debt cancellation, new vehicles, jobs was creating in this time of this lockdown. People that went down from one side got jobs. Oh, my word, because of the faithfulness of obedience. God bless you. Love you. Partner with us to turn the world upside down. Go to loftal.com and see how we change lives by the grace of God. In Jesus' name, we love you and bless you.